Hey y'all, welcome back to Romantically Lit, a podcast that dissects different romance novels by Black authors across the diaspora. I am Hana. And I'm Odelia. And today, on our semifinals of our discussion of Bolu Babalola's novel, Honey and Spice, we'll be meeting into chapters 15 to 21. But if you're tuning in for the first time, please go ahead and listen to our other two episodes because there will uh, be spoilers. Um, let's get it going. So welcome back, guys. Um, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to start with chapter 15. Oh, actually, before we jump in, do we have a favorite chapter? Well, you know, I am a hopeless romantic. So the confession chapter, the confession <laughs> meeting, yeah, finally said, listen, girl, let's stop playing these games. That would be my favorite chapter. Oh, that, that one. You know what? That one was not my favorite just because it was ruined so mm. quickly. Um, I don't know. I, I'm bouncing between two. I think 17 is one of my favorites just because they're honest with each other and we get to learn more about Malachi and Kiki. Mm-hmm. But then I also love the chapter where they go to the convention. I think that is 19. Yes, it is. Um... No, actually, 18. Anyways, um, yeah, but yeah, let's get right into it. We're going to start with 15, and we start with our homegirl doing what good university students should be doing, which is studying. As she should, a studious <laughs> woman. You know what I mean? Her brilliant mind. Oh, yeah. Into the books. And she gets a phone call. She's very specific. Nobody calls me. I get a text. I got a mean relationship with my sister, which a lot of us do. Um, and my parents call me on Sunday. So, but who else is calling other than Kai, our boyfriend? <laughs> our boyfriend? Okay, so Kiki's boyfriend, Kai, calls her. And you know what? I was so surprised about the conversation <laughs> that he was calling her about. This man said, now, why didn't you tell me how interesting this book is? And like, he was just going on a complete rant about, um, I guess this is the book that, this is basically Kiki's favorite book. The one that she mentioned a couple chapters before. Yeah, the series. It's the Afrofuturistic. Something Ipeconian. I know yes, that much. That's what it's called. Um, which is very similar to the um, Children of Blood and Bones. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, that's what it is. Anyway, um, Kai calls her and goes on a rant saying, oh my God, what's going on here? Who is Neo? Why is he acting this way? And who's this other guy? Because Neo is much better. He's more handsome. And like, he's just going through the emotions of when you read a very interesting book. Um, and of course, Kiki is flabbergasted, as am I, because... I think it's very interesting that he wants to be involved in everything that she likes. So she said, this is my favorite book. He's like, I'm going to go pick it up and I'm going to read it. I found out, like, I guess we all found out, like, in between the chapters that he's actually in the second book. Right, 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 right. talking about the first book. He said, yeah, that was good. Let me go read the second book. Exactly, exactly. so engaging i'm telling you he's kiki's stan okay (laughs) everything kiki likes to do and then not only did he read the books 
My man went to her Spotify, found the associating playlist she made and was playing it with it. Like, come on, man. Just say you're upset. Like, you're stand by Eminem. <laughs> also, it's a secret playlist, by the way. So right. Through the streaming platform, I'm assuming Spotify or Apple Music. And he just found it all there. <sighs> Yeah, you know, I I was I was impressed, and so was Kiki. She was left breathless many times as this man rambled on yeah. about you know. I think the main character's name is Shangaya. Yes. Um, you know, and she didn't really answer any of his questions, but him being interested in the things that she's interested in did a little something for her, and I get it because it did a little something for me too. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it just shows that he's very attentive. He's a good listener. And he's just like, I am so invested in your life that I want to read every word that you read. So I, so it feels like you're here with me. I think that's what he said, actually. I want to know everything about you because it makes yeah. me feel like you're right here. Oof. Stan. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to point out that the book that he's uh, talking about, so the two main characters, Neil and... Shangaya. Shangaya. Yeah. So essentially, like, he, this Neo guy, um, confessed his love to Shangaya. Yeah. And gave her a thousand jars of honey and a thousand jars of moon spice. Yeah. And of course, like, it's, it's going back to the name of the book, Honey and Spice. And, like, the spice is supposed to represent their ferocious passion and the honey is supposed to represent their friendship. Oh, I didn't even catch that. And I said... I love how this writer is putting these themes of honey and spice into the book and him talking about this, you know, a thousand jars of, of honey and, you know, a thousand jars of moon spice made me just feel so warm inside. You know what? I just clocked she did that as well with her nicknames, brown Scott. sugar and scotch. Yeah. It took me a while, guys, but I'm here. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's a slow learner, but she learned. <laughs> Speaking of, that's from Game of Thrones. Speaking of another HBO show, Insecure, they love them a, a TV show and the TV show. Yeah. I'm enjoying the book in the book. Um, Me too. <laughs> it's actually very Shakespearean because Shakespeare is to do a play in a play. Yes. And then usually like reflect what's going on in reality. And so I guess like um, Bowie was trying to do the exact same mix here. Right. Very romantic. Very, I'm very into it. Very into yeah. It. And Neo, the the words he used, I, I thought I wrote down some of it, but like mm-hmm. the words he uses to seduce Shangaya, not only was Kai... <laughs> impressed and wanting to steal I wanted to steal some of the lines too like he was really going out of his way like fire said bring you the moon the stars like said, what else can you bring he said so he said something about the honey like rub the honey on your lips so that when I kiss you I can taste what you t- you, you yeah he did say like, that taste like forever something like wow. that and I was like oh my god like yeah I'm infatuated right now yeah <laughs> um and I don't know. I think overall, it was just such a nice opener for chapter 15. Um, you can see their love, their love starting to really like show. They're, they're friends, but they're, they're way more than that. And how do I know this? Because as she was just sitting there and the, so she was doing that thing of like, you know, when you're talking to someone you like in the, on the, on the phone, you start to shift a little bit. So you start laying flat on your belly, on your bed, mm-hmm. your legs start actually dangling on top. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're doing, all, you start cleaning around. I feel that's what her 
um, actions are as he's like talking about this book that they love now. You know what I mean? They have something yes. more in common. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't even say they went, well, they did go farther because she went from laying on her tummy mm-hmm. to laying on her back. Mm-hmm. And suddenly we're asking each other what we wear to bed. How do we Because get that's what friends do, right? Absolutely. A friendship <laughs> question. What do you wear to bed, Adelia? <laughs> My onesie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we find out that Kai goes to bed with boxers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like when he said it, um, we started to imagine his body in boxers because she's just like, oh, I can just imagine like how his muscles look, you know, under the sheets. Um, And then she goes ahead and tells him what she wears. She says she gets really warm at night, so she wears something real light. Right, right. Which is, I forgot what it is. I guess real light is up for interpretation, (laughs) y'all. She actually teased him for a minute. She was not going to say, and he was like, you can't leave me hanging because, you know, this stuff, you have to tell your friends. Um, I don't remember what happened. Something stops them, and I was upset. You know what it was? Kai was upset. Our newfound enemy, it was Kai's father. Oh. Oh, shit. He's just like, yeah, Scotch, let me call you back. My father's trying to contact me. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he said that when she said that she she sleeps in something very light, he's just like, oh, so you want me to lose my mind all night? Kai, Kai, Kai. The things you do. Let's move on. <laughs> now we go a little dark and not in the nice way we want to go dark. The next chapter, chapter 16, leads us to a little more about Kiki's past and how she's no longer friends with Rianne. Um, she finally accepts to go to... We're back at high school, mm-hmm. or I guess secondary school, mm-hmm. Kiki, and she accepts to go to a party remember from last time. That was not what she was up to do because she had a lot going on. Her mom is sick. Got to take care of her little sister, the restaurant. Homegirl decides one day, well, you know, let's let loose. She deserves. She very much deserves. Mm-hmm. And he who I knew, I, I didn't have a good feeling about him, Nile decides that he wants to get her drunker than she already is and honestly he's just a predator i'm not gonna say anything else he essentially leads her to a room upstairs you know when you're drunk your choices aren't great and start telling her lies about how her friend doesn't like her and that not only that that her friend called her blick which is a derogatory term for dark-skinned people Mm -hmm. um dark-skinned black people and so she's now thinking oh my god so now my friend is a colorist yeah and that's you know and he's still trying to force his way around her body trying to kiss her trying to kiss her neck and she's just kind of in and out of it and just shocked at this revelation that her friends are not her real friends um Granted, I would not trust that anything that comes out of that man's mouth, but here we are. She does eventually stop what's happening and tries to text her friend in the drunkest way she can. But that that little Satan's incarnate Nile finds a way to get to Rianne first. And of course, he changes the narrative. Yeah, and in those situations, we all know who normally gets believed, and it's never the girl. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's secondary school, it's high school. Messy, messy, messy. Um, high school is just a breeding ground for slut shaming, and just it's just not a good place, honestly. And I feel like, oh man, and 
even the friends that you hang out with every single day, they're the ones that get turning back on you. Because yeah. when you're in high school, it's all about social capital. Like, right. you have to, you know, append yourself on people who are popular so you can be safe and protected from, you know, the outsiders. So I feel like at this point, I think they're in their, almost like maybe their last year. And because, like, the school knows that her mom is sick, she was allowed to do some homeschooling. Yeah. So she spent the rest of the time saying, you know what? They have ostracized me. Um, I got no friends. I'm going to just stay at home and do finish my studies there i don't want to interact with people and then this of course like makes a lot of sense because when we meet kiki and she talks about how she's not very social yeah um so i feel like this is all just friendship trauma that has caused her to behave the way she is in university exactly and the fact that like i think she said one of the girls leisha reached out to her but it was more like but you can tell even from Leisha's text, mm-hmm. she she's upset that Kiki may have may or not have done that. But then she's also like, this doesn't sound like you like tell me what's happening. But just as things do in media, you know, when you just want the per- the miscommunication to end, they just decide to sit in it. So she doesn't contact Rianne. She doesn't contact anybody else. Rianne doesn't contact her. Rihanna blocks her, unfortunately. Yeah. And we later find out why. And everybody just sits in this miscommunication when the real evil is just just, right there. Like, I'm throwing. I would blame a man for anything. I'm telling you, if you were part of my friend group, it's his fault. It's never going to be your fault. Yeah, we'll talk about it privately in the group chat, but it's his fault publicly. Like honestly, and you you just have to remember that they're in high school, and and opinion of men matter a little more because you're finding yourself and i feel like even like her reasoning to getting drunk was because she's going through so much in her personal life she feels like i just need a day to let loose and be you know what i mean like whatever right you're in high school you don't really have you don't know how to cope with things properly honestly i mean even in your adulthood you know it, it can just translate there but like in high school very much so because you're still learning a few steps of like womanhood and yeah and that kind of stuff so and it's not your fault, Kiki. It's, and I feel like... Yeah, that was just, a big thing. She thinks she's messy because of it. Right. And that's why she stays away from people because of that whole situation that happened with Niles and her and her friend. But um, yeah, that was a very dark chapter. And I hated, I hated the way that slur was used as well. Yeah, because now, having read the chapters... Yeah. You realize that he made that shit up. He did. So he he thinks that of her. Boom. Which is just it's yes. it's ridiculous. But anyways, Niles, you will crumble. You know. <laughs> um, is it Niles or Nile? Nile. Ugh. Um, Nile like the river Egypt. Um, <laughs> okay. What are those magnificent? The actual river, not this man. Stupid. Actually, that, that really pissed me off. I think I was I was kind of triggered by it, honestly, by his behavior. Yeah, I, it took me back to a time in high school where actual guys would speak that way. Yeah, with each other, not just with the girls, but with the guys as well. Like they just, they just so there's just a lack of compassion. You don't like your friends, really. You're just no. there to try and compete with them to like I don't know get what out of something. I mean, the emotional intelligence or intelligence in general in high school and younger middle school, I say middle school as well, is like at a negative ten. Yeah. Um, so zero for sure. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but I guess here we are. Um, yeah, I, I think I just feel bad for young Kikiola that she thinks that of herself. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for present day kiki that she thinks herself a cheater like you know when you're drunk you don't make good decisions Mm -hmm. and 
not excuse, but she was also emotionally not there. She had a lot, a lot going on. So, and your friends were not supportive in a way that right. And also, what do you expect from a teenager? Uh, that too, like it's like I'm, I'm, I'm battling between these two things. But then you should have compassion for your this friends, is true. regardless. This like, is true. I don't think they, I don't think they provided any form of safe space for her to like really, you know, grieve. Um, what's going on with her mother and then, you know, dealing with raising her younger sister or raising with, you know, taking yeah. her sister when her father's not around. Like, it's, yeah. It's and unfortunately, mm-hmm. all of that leads to her not taking the internship in uh, New York yeah. before school. The original one she had just because it felt safer to stay at the, re- the restaurant. Yeah. But I just realized we learned that actually in chapter, like, 18 so i'm gonna stop speaking now that's all good it's it's a good it's a good story you know what i mean these things all all laugh with each other but we go ahead to chapter 17 now we have our girls mina and kiki doing their little walk around like you know the campus because they're too lazy for the gym i get it i feel that i am the same Uh i hate the gym the stairmaster, the treadmill, the smell of sanitized metal. I hate this. I hate the whole thing. I'd rather wear a nice crop top and yoga pants and walk around the quad. <laughs> I would too. To work out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really gossiping because you know when you gossip, you can burn calories. That's actually a scene from Sex and the City. The girls were one time like walking through. Um, oh, I think I've seen this one. Yeah, yeah. Central Park, and you know they're just like, yeah, you know you have to talk and run or. Walk yeah, fast you can burn calories. The yeah. wild thing is, right after is Carrie lit a cigarette. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Okay, it's not a problem. Um, clearly, amongst other things, her biggest problem big, but I'm not gonna get into that. Um, <laughs> the next, so in this chapter, they're catching up on everything. Essentially, oh, something that happened before is. Not only has now Rian sent a friend request, she's also posted a photo of Kiki and her in high school and has tagged her in it. It's like, oh, yes. best friends forever. Throwback Thursday. Yeah. Actually, chapter 15 is at the end, so when Kaya right. leaves. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? I hate people who do that. <laughs> Don't tag me in high school shit. Don't do that. <laughs> Like, I'm so grown now. Please, I look miserable. Okay, but to be fair, they're like 20 at this point because they're second year university students. And if the photos are from like the last year, you know, it, it, I feel like it could pass. It could pass. I've actually told people to untag me. <laughs> you can untag yourself, actually. Oh, you can? I'm pretty sure Instagram allows you to untag. I know on Facebook for sure you can untag yourself. So I imagine oh. the other Zuckerberg app, you can do that as well. I've honestly just DM people and say, hey, we haven't talked in a while. I saw you tag me in this. Just untag me. <laughs> I like, couldn't do that. I'm mad. Come on, my braids are not even looking good. Oh, please. But yeah, that's just me. Um, I think that that's the one bad thing about Instagram. Why are you showing my tagged photos? <laughs> For the whole world to see. Like, like you don't have to do that. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Invasion of privacy. Like this is, I clearly on my main front showed you how I want to look like to the rest <laughs> of the world. Now you over here showing photos of me at my weakest. Nah. Like, please. And it's an aesthetic app. Okay, <laughs> let me do my aesthetics. Like, you don't have, have to do that. I scheme up in here. <laughs> anyway, so Amina and Kiki are pretending to work out yeah. by just walking around in their crop yeah. tops. Um, 
And I think this is, okay, what I really do like about this particular conversation they're having is that Amina reveals something so shocking to me. She said that she thinks that Kofi is going to be her husband. Wait, before we even get to that, let, let, let's focus here. So Amina, <laughs> because that excites me. Wait. <laughs> okay. So essentially, Kiki's telling Amina about re-antagging her oh, and, yes. and she's like... Um, yeah, she's filling her in and mm-hmm. she's being a good bestie. She's like, how dare she after like, like that? And then mm-hmm. eventually Kiki's like, I know it sounds like we're rushing to it, but we want to talk about Amina. But <laughs> that's the part I'm excited about. I'm like, finally. Anyway, finish girl, finish girl. But she's like, you know what? I'll drop it. You know, that was her once bestie. And they're like, let's leave it. Mm-hmm. But then Amina's like, but let's talk about you and Kofi. Or let's talk about you and Kai because yeah. the way he's just been going on and on on the show, you know, and the way the two of you are moving, it's looking more than just we're pretending to date here. Yeah. And she brings up the fact that uh, Kiki looks coy and she's never seen Kiki look coy before. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, she has uh, noticed that they have their little nicknames for each other, Scotch and Kai. And she's like, oh, so we're on a nickname basis now. Here we are. And Kiki, of course, explains the first time they hung out together, how Scotch came to be. And Amina says something that's so funny to me. She says, do you think I can get Kofi to call me Maggie Cube? And I was yeah. like, girl, <laughs> that is not a good nickname. Pick Why something else. be called Maggie Cube, man. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just be called salty. Oh shit! That's the thing. I was like, "What is it? Are you salty?" <laughs> like, but yeah. Then we find out that Amina says she's not in love with him yet. She's not even sure if she likes him yet, but she knows she likes him, and she knows he's gonna be her husband. Now, thank you. That is the meat <laughs> of potatoes of this chapter for me because I think we are focused. I mean, obviously, naturally, we're focusing on Kiki and um, Malachi's. Uh, relationship but Amina is right there just constantly airing this man that likes her so the fact that she revealed that to me I was like to oh you. my okay. god yeah to me I was like girl come here tell me what I'm, I'm, I'm shocked I'm, I'm in surprise now hold on hold on she's not airing him She's creating a little bit of a cat and mouse thing. She says... She plays an illusion of pursuit. That's what she said. Yeah, she said, the point is, he has me. Want him to take to ever take that for granted. I don't want to ever take that for granted, so I got to create the pursuit. Know what I mean? So she, you know, she just wants him to work a little. And I respect it. I respect it. But, okay. That's good for you, Nina. <laughs> But this man has proven more than enough to you. Like, what What more can he work on? Like, he clocks in and clocks out. So he can keep doing that. He does overtime. Let him. Okay, you know what? <laughs> and the thing is that, because now she, because when Kiki's just like, oh, Kiki was like me, just shocked. You know what I mean? Like, how did you come to this? So apparently a couple days before they were studying together, right? And then he brought her snacks and he got her her favorite like strawberry juice or something from yes. the market in the, on the east side. Yeah. That's apparently really hard to get. Like, it's apparently imported they imported from, from Kenya. Imported from Kenya. That's where it is. And he just casually like, here, like, you know, here, yeah. whatever, without thinking about it. And I'm just like, Amina, don't be a dummy bitch. This man likes you. He does. Like, he's doing all these things because he's constantly thinking about you. He's thinking about, how can I take care of this girl? How can I show her that I, I care and I listen? And I, this is something that I have for you. Like, he's a very much so an acts of service person. So now, the chase needs to end. It but needs to end I, like the, I like the chase. Wait, and when he gets tired? He won't get tired. 
He should. You know what, Kofi? If you're listening in, Kofi, there's Kofi. A, there's no need for you to ever stop chasing. Because what are we talking about here? When we know every time us women, we always say, "Oh, when men get comfy, they just stop." No, this man needs to be on constant road runner. Keep going. You know, bring another pack of chips tomorrow. You know, bring another strawberry Listen, drink tomorrow. I want a man to work, but hasn't he worked enough? <laughs> And I'm going to tell you right now, no, he hasn't. <laughs> we are so sick. <laughs> y'all want him to bring the sun, the moon, the stars. And what about and it, Samantha? About Mars. Okay. Okay, fine. No problem. Anyway, it's open. <laughs> he was actually texting her as we we're doing the little walk, saying, yes. hey, wait, what are you going to wear? The Afro, what's the um, Afro again? winter baller, whatever. Yeah. And I think they're plan. I think he's planning like matching, matching with yeah. the girl. That man is so cute. Kofi needs to have more dialogue. I agree. I agree. I want to hear more from him. Yeah. Um, but as they're having their little chee chat, they see two girls in the distance, Shanti and Choma. Okay. So we I don't know these two girls. If we remember from the earlier chapter, they were two girls bickering at Freaky Fridays over Malachi. So Kiki's feeling a little nervous that these two girls are coming over and talking to her. Um, she thought it was about to be a squabble, but it's peaceful. You know, they came through. They said, we like what y'all doing with the, your little your little radio show. You know, it's cute or whatever. You and him talking about it. And she reveals to us that Kiki reveals to us that the numbers of the show have gone up like three times what they were. Mm-hmm. They're the third most listened show in school. And if they keep going, by the time they want this little project to end, they'll be number one. And of course, their following online has increased drastically. So that's good to hear. Um, But something that's so like, and especially seasons of the chapter we just ended, where we find out why Kiki's so close off to so many friends. Um, Shanti and Shoma revealed that a lot of the girls on campus always felt like before the way the show was programmed it almost felt like Kiki was judging them for their situations and and then covering up with the idea of giving advice and what fueled that especially was the fact that she doesn't go out really other than like Freaky Fridays where we remember she's like a hall monitor at those things she doesn't dance with the other girls she doesn't go to their events she's really closed off and, you know, it, it hits her that she's been coming off a little, a little stush, a little, you know, a little, a little snobbish. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that was my intention. I'm just trying to protect my heart, my friendship heart. Um, she likes both girls and they seem cool. You know, Shanti and me are talking about their setting spray. I got to go back to the book and find out which one that is, see if it's real. I don't know if it's real. It's called like Le Mystique or something. Yeah. And they like, only well, got I it. I got mine from Belgium. Well, I got mine from Paris. I'm yeah. Like, oh, wow. Well, I want to know if I can get mine at Sephora. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Not for> Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, you know, they, they like kiki and everybody you know just like kai says she has an energy to her and yeah people just want to get close to her um so she realizes and she weirdly enough opens up to them and it's like honestly it's friendship trauma i don't not like you guys i actually think y'all are cool i just find it hard i never meant to come up as judgy on the show yeah um she even goes as far as revealing that her and zach used to do whatever they were doing and surprisingly Chioma and Shanti were just like, damn, Zach is an idiot. Like, I think, you know, it, it actually makes a lot of, um, well, there's a contrast here because 
in the flashback chapter where she's talking about her Rianne and you know her high school friends when she went ahead and confessed like oh my god this happened her friends were very I mean oh it was a very tricky situation still yep. but her friends were very judgmental after the fact right and they've known I'm pretty sure they've known Kiki longer than they've known that in yep. denial um, but then so like coming into you know real life now <clears throat> And her talking about Zach and them hooking up and like everybody knows Zach is an idiot. Um, and them just being like, oh my God, Kiki, he's an asshole. Like, what? You know, like, I'm so sorry you had to go through all that. The judgment has left the building. It's it's nowhere to be found. I like adult friendships, honestly. Yes, because you're growing, you're gaining sense. Yeah. So you don't, you're not supposed to fight over those little, little things that you fight over. So it makes it so much easier. And also as an adult, like, you know, it's a man's fault. Yeah, <laughs> it's his fault. Oh my god! I'm sorry, but that's that's just a fact. Of she's and she's not wrong. Um, yeah, but she does reveal like both girls. She gets a text from Malachi. He invites her over to help him make jollof rice because mm-hmm. um, he burned the last pot. Very unfortunate. Says he didn't have any scotch bonnet, so he got to call up his scotch bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? Giggle, giggle, giggle. <laughs> so they catch Kiki smiling at her phone. They're like, oh, you talking Kai? Mm-hmm. And she almost says that, you know, he, it's not easy to hate Kai because we know, you know, he had me always putting my imaginary ear, imaginary hair behind my ear as he speaks. <laughs> um, but he never really opened up too much. Yeah. And Kiki, for the most part, like, he has opened up to her, but she realizes that she doesn't actually know why he's come to Whitewell. That's still a mystery. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing she can relate to to the girls. Like, he, every time she brings it up, he kind of just stays away from that conversation. Yeah. But she, the girls, Shanti and Choma, decide they want to go to this new vegan, not vegan spot. They're, they're serving something dumplings dumplings yes and there's there's a vegan option and they invite uh they invite Mina and Kiki in and they go and you know we're we're starting a new friendship group out here boys sisterhood Mm, there's nothing better than sisterhood (laughs) I really I was actually I was very surprised to see this relationship happen like I didn't expect them to come full circle and like actually be friends but honestly like even like reading on from like the next chapters you start to see like oh these people I think they genuinely like each other and building something that could be you know long lasting right Um, love it also this is when both the girls also revealed that after their first episode of she, she said he said what is it called she said he said podcast. he said she said he said she said for brown sugar <laughs> god it's a mouthful yeah anyway after their first episode together um and of course kai and admitting that he was wrong you know about like leading these two women on he actually texted them separately so Chioma and Shanti actually mentioned it to Kiki. He's like, yeah, he texted right, afterwards. Right, right, like, right. You know, like, honestly, I'm, I'm really sorry. And the girls actually cross-referenced the text to make sure he wasn't a copy yeah. paste situation. Oh, yeah. And it was unique to both. So, you know, Kai, your points are just ranking up. And the funny part is not only was it unique to both, there were a few other girls who got a text. Kai was not there for long, but he did a lot. <laughs> a fine man like that can cause a lot of environmental damage. <laughs> and what was funny is Kiki found herself getting a little jealous she thought she was hiding it, but we could all see. Yeah. I absolutely. saw it. Yeah. So, like Odelia said, um, as they were bonding over, you know, hating Zachary um, and just, you know, talking about, you know, each other generally, um, 
Kiki gets a text from Kai saying, hey, can you come over tomorrow and help me make this jollof rice because, you know, you need some scotch butter because, you know, your nickname is Scott, you know. Ha, huh? so what you do with words there, ha, huh? very funny. Anyway. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> it was cute. It was a cute moment. Kai, and I said this again and again, Kai has a way of words. I'm telling you, this man's a wordsmith. Like, I, if Kai was in front of me and he spoke to me that way, I wouldn't know what, where, where I would have sold somebody. <laughs> I would have lost my Stole someone. Yeah, I would have lost my It's never been that serious. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, I'm trying to tell you how extreme it is because his words really do hold a lot of space. And I feel like, I don't know, he's just really good at communicating in that way. He's very genuine. He's very smooth. That's what yeah. he is. He's very smooth. Um. Anyway, so the next night comes and Kiki... She's got herself yeah. some malt uh to go with the rice some wine as well mm-hmm. she's headed over to his building and his door is always lo- unlocked so that kofi can come and go and ask for what he needs whatever he needs mm-hmm. but before she opens the door she opens a little and she hears two voices one that's really really angry and i feel like a lot of us can relate <laughs> to an african dad voice it's loud <laughs> it's boisterous yeah. um and you're just like oh uh, so somehow, some way, Kai's dad is here and he finally realized that his son is doing film. He ain't doing economics at the fancy ass school he was doing it at before. Um, mind you, Whitewell also has some prestige to it, but it's not the school that, um, Kai's father, um, wants him to. Yeah, because his friends go to a different school. A lot of people have to do things for their friends. Okay. Not for themselves or what's good for their children, but for their friends. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we gotta, we gotta, you know, impress those people, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kai, you know what? Kai got a lot more strength than me. He was really standing up for Let himself. You, I'm glad we're diving into this because some of the talk back, Ooh. I could, I could actually feel pain in my back. <laughs> <laughs> There is no way me, an African child, could talk to my father or my mother the way he was talking to his his dad. But then I started realizing that he could because his dad fucked up. Yep, and he said his dad also said, I'm going to allow you to talk to me like I'm your mate. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, he's like, what, what are the girls saying on TikTok? He's like, you know that one little thing you ate, that one little thing. He's like, yeah, I'm allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed. I'm pass by yeah because i'm not perfect either so we find out not only is uh, you know now we're dealing with generational trauma so kai's father lost his father at 18 had Mm -hmm. to drop out of school start a business to take care of his mother and his siblings so because of that he's very specific about his children going to business school to eventually take over this business that nobody really knows about that he's got in lagos nigeria that's where he spends most of his time yeah um and Kai's father is very much so like your typical African dad who's probably trying to build a legacy. Yeah. But I understand that, you know, when uh when you when you going through such a difficult time, like losing your father eighteen, I mean you're still it's a child, very hard, yeah. You start to you grow up very quickly. Yeah. And so his pressure is being projected onto his kids. Right. Also I just found out that that um, Malachi has a younger brother. I did not know that. Yes, I don't remember his name, but he does mention that he has a little brother. And so Kai's father is basically the your father who would give you everything. He would pay for your tuition. He would make sure you have a roof. Um, He makes sure you have clothes on your back. 
But you know what he will not give you? Emotion. Emotional. <laughs> emotional, uh, emotional anything. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. He said, Dad, I'm so upset to drink water. Go to bed. You got school tomorrow. And the he's worst thing is, he's not even there to be emotionally inept in your face. Yeah. He's miles and miles away in Nigeria. So he doesn't really have this like his dad is almost a mystique like he comes and he goes absolutely you know he's this thing that you know you got one but you're not really feeling the benefits of it outside the financial aspect yeah um and i think in the book even um described like he would go on his long trips to lagos to do his business right and then he would like buy the kids bikes and yeah, never the, teach them how to right, ride the bikes. Right. Like, if you want to know how Kai's father behaves, that's who it is. Oh, uh, the one who we, well, I guess later on he says it like his dad even, his mom had to call to remind his dad when their birthdays were. Yeah. And then he'd show up the next day with, with the bikes and then be like, okay, well, I'm off. Um, but what we get from this conversation is that Kai. Kai's father is a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Mm-hmm. An adulterer, if you will say. Yeah. Which is not... Maybe a serial adulterer, honestly. Probably. It's not... Sh- yeah, I think from the next chapter, yeah. Um, it's not shocking. The, the long distance, the fact that he's never really seen his parents in any kind of romantic light. Yeah. Um you know but his dad he's his dad is guilty that he knows yeah not guilty i don't think he's guilty that he did it yes uh, but him cheating has had a huge effect on kai um and this happened a year before he even went to uni right it was recent i think it was while he was at while uni was yeah. yeah so yes yeah. because the girl the other woman the other woman texted him sent him a message about his dad with pictures on facebook like oh my gosh it's scandalous very scandalous <laughs> i think it's not scandalous it's very sad it's very sad <laughs> <laughs> no there's a there's a reality show feed right now <laughs> not me it's the other girl who's teaching okay life. but it's a little scandalous <laughs> I know you're like, ooh. No, I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I, it was very, oh, I, I just kept thinking, what would I even do in that situation? He was he was smart, though. He told his dad, either you tell her or I'm going to tell her. Yeah. And suddenly that man found the first spirit flight to England. <laughs> or Ryanair, I should say. <laughs> he was like, you know, suddenly I have time to come here. Yeah. Um, to tell... Uh, but but before we get into that, but yeah, but him and him and Kai and his father are going back and forth. Like he said, the things that he said to his dad, his dad essentially kept saying, um, you know, I allowed you to take some time off school, but you now switch school. You're now doing this film stuff. That's a hobby. That does not pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing a business course just to appease you. And I think I can make something of this. And on top of that, he, you know... He's, I don't remember what he he did, but like he accuses Kai of gallivanting like an aerial boy. boy. And, and then, Kai says, What were you doing gallivanting like an aerial boy? That's the one that honestly, whiplash girl, oh, my breath was hitched. <laughs> I was like, Uh, wow, to your parents. And I think even him, he knew he took it. He took it quite low because no, because then he said sorry. In he said sorry, Yoruba, but then he said it in a way that was like insincere, almost like sorry, not. And then continued to keep cooking his dad. And then he said, "You say I don't know, understand what it's like to lose a father. It doesn't feel that way. That one, yeah, would have had me running like the girls on Mori after they get the result." <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> and because he also mentions that I'm the one that's raising yeah, your youngest son. Exactly. Like that's I'm a, I'm being a father to this this little boy. And I don't even understand here. what it means to be a man because you're not here to show me what it means to be a man. And at this point, Kai is heated. Like I think he's just very emotional. I think they describe it like he's almost like I don't know, banging his chest. Yeah, he is. is. He is, uh, like, he's just so upset. Yeah. Um, And mind you, Kiki is just standing there holding her little malt crate of malt. (laughs) I'm like, uh... My question is, how do they hear the malt cans clinging against each other? (laughs) Clink, clink, clink. No, I would have said... uh, When he made that comment that, you know, you being the area boy, I would have said, (gasps) oh, out loud. (laughs) You you found me. You found me. Sorry. (laughs) So then she's like, okay, I gotta put it into this. Let me knock. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> like she didn't hear a whole conversation. I Loki would have went back and around the corner. That's true. And texted him like, "Hey, like I heard something. You, you just you text me when you're ready." <laughs> but she was real nice with this. She came in. You know, she flexed her her multilingual skills as well. You know, let her dad know we're just friends. We're just chilling. She even threw in a few words about Kai's filming. She's like, "No, he's he's really good at it." You know, what parent doesn't want to hear that their kid's top of their class mm-hmm. and, you know, amazing at whatever it is they're doing, even if I don't approve of it, at least I know they're good at it. Um, and he essentially tells Kai this conversation is going to continue yeah. at a different time. And Kai is in a way that we've never seen him. Normally he's cool, calm, and collected, but he's a little jaded. He's mm-hmm. heated, understandably. And um, they're sitting for a second, and what breaks the air is Kiki's stomach growling which many a times has that happened to me listen I was embarrassed for her because imagine like you're just sitting there quietly just you know you're having a moment like everybody is it's like sound on TikTok you know that sound of like the radio passing by as you're having an intimate conversation oh, oh, <laughs> that's the growling of Kiki's stomach she's hungry she's like golly I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm sorry. But it allows them to laugh a little and then they decide to make the meal. Yeah. It's delicious, delicious. You know, Kiki's not really helping. She's more like a drill sergeant drinking and giving instructions. Yeah. Um, but a meal ends up well. They make sure not to forget the bay leaf. Um, and then they eat. They're full. And I think Kiki wanted to go, but Kai clearly needs the company. So he's offering dessert. He's saying, you know, let's watch a couple of Eddie Murphy movies. And first Kiki's like, no. But then she sees his face. He's like, okay, let's watch Boomerang. I've not seen Boomerang. It's been on my list for the longest of time. Um, but then they they sit on the couch and Kai's like, I kind of need someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was hoping, you know, he essentially admits that other than Kofi, you're the closest person I'm closest with here. And she, for her, the same, because she really got to mean at this point. And now her new friend, Shanti and Shoma, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say something serious, like she mentions that, like, you know, I'm still just your fake girlfriend. He's like, yeah, but you're my real friend. Because at this point, they're at least friends. They've established some kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Hana is side eyeing the two of them. She's like, friends, huh? Yeah, but, friends. um, Oh well, okay. <laughs> um, you know, they get into it. They po- they they lower Eddie Murphy and Boomerang a little bit, and and we get a few more details. We find out that the lady texted Kai, and that's how he found out his dad showed up. His dad tried to get them out of the house. He dropped his brother at a friend's house and came back to collect all the tea. You know, let me not say tea to find out <laughs> the details and to support his mother. Um, right. 
That's what he said. Yes, yeah, what he said. I I interpreted it sure. as T because again I'm you know, but anyways, um, <laughs> she couldn't finish it, man. <laughs> but what we find out is you know his mother's living a reality that a lot a lot of women are living. Yeah, you know she's a married single mother. Um, she knew about this. Again, the the combination far away, never calls. Like, I think she did the math. Yeah, 100%. Um, but she says something that I, I re- like, not that I resonated with, but I was like, had that been me, I would be like, this is where the disrespect starts, is the fact that you're, she says your toys, like, you brought the children into it. Like, yeah. I made excuses, you paid for everything, I was taken care of, but now you're, you're you know side pieces are contacting my children like that is embarrassing like why would they do you couldn't keep that side of your life in check and now it's meshing and messing up the head of my kids and that is to an extent traumatizing um and she also says like you think i'm still the little girl that you met which made me go i was like oh my god how many crimes do you have so you've just been manipulating that generation their age gaps tend to be much more (laughs) they're scary we want to know how old that woman was she got with kai's father we're gonna just slap at that one and then see the worst not the worst no the worst 100 percent they, like that I was like oh my god you're you know you're not a good person sir um and you can't just use your dad dying to cover up your tracks like bare people lose their dads bro like ah, oh, this is the thing that irritates me about men like Kai's father it's just like sir you are honestly a menace to society oh yeah like all because you provide for your family all because you know you've had a rough time why should your kids suffer too like all your people care about is building generational wealth how about generational health <laughs> you know what I mean how about you do better as a parent because I'm pretty sure even like his father maybe his father was not I'm pretty sure if his father was alive he would have said like I wish there's some things you could have done differently that would have supported me to you know you know get to my next step in life yeah but you can't do the same thing for your own kids you're not even raising your kids you're just gallivanting as they said irritating yeah. oh. I think I even said you treat us like um like a hobby or something yeah. just something you're like oh oh like you know like when you forget something in the <laughs> oven you're like oh shoot oh my god i forgot my kids in london like that's how he treats them and it's it's and I unfortunate bet you have multiple families we move he must have yeah. but um like papa was a rolling stone yeah 100 <laughs> but it, it that really messed up kai because yeah. it it changed how he viewed this man like i think everybody to an extent can relate to this. your your parents are your heroes they're mm-hmm. your biggest adult examples and one of the scariest and the saddest things about growing up is realizing how flawed they are as human beings like we view them as these people who can never do wrong and when they do huge wrongs like this it questions how you view not only how you view them but aspects of yourself mm-hmm. that you take from them or that you fall so for him he's like i'm doing this economics degree for this person mm-hmm. who's living a wayward life i'm dating this girl because he wants me to date her because that's his friend's daughter yeah so i'm not even i'm not creating anything for myself and i'm creating a life for somebody who himself is living a farce what is even the point and that kind of makes him depressed and you know and of course, you know, men in the relationship with their dads—it's something I don't fully understand, but they're, it's really important to them. Yeah. Um, and and it just messes him up, especially because again, this man is already like a fallacy. He's like a myth. You know, he yeah. pop, comes in, he comes out, and what you've stitched together, what he is—he's not that. He's that a cheer, cheer pumpkin eater. Um. 
so he decides he he obviously him and Kofi knew each other before they got to the school sees that Kofi's living it up he's like let me switch they got a program I like doesn't tell his dad like his mom for doing that to be honest yeah um and that's how he got into Whitewell yeah yeah and we finally know and Kiki finally knows Mm -hmm. and we also learn from Kiki a little more about the situation with Niall and you know she ends up telling Kyle then he he does what we the reader can't which is tell her it's not her fault yeah as they cuddle up on the couch and hold each other and you know emotionally support each other the way that friends do um right we do that too do yeah that. we cuddle up each other you, your thighs into 20 in line, you know talking about our deepest darkest secrets exactly anyway so Kiki um, actually I really like what Bo um, says and Malachi does this a lot and we're gonna see in um, next chapters as well is that he he has the ability to disarm her yeah she has such a guard up and her saying that well I was a cheater well she wasn't but like, yeah. you know I think like she gets so she in the book they're always she's always questioning herself like how did he do that how did he mm-hmm. manage to like disarm me and allow me to speak so freely with him about what's what's happening in my life and I think the same thing although it's first person so we're seeing Kiki's POV all the time but I feel Malachi feels the exact same way he feels this comfort being around Kiki um and she's good vibes honestly and so right. he feels that he can also open up to her as well yeah. so their friendship is is truly like the foundation i, I kind of like it that it starts with a friendship i guess because it's really the foundation that builds a very successful relationship oh so i've heard um but yeah i really i really i really like the whole description of how they're able to disarm each other and be vulnerable with each other i'm gonna go out of the way and say they're not doing anything to disarm each other they just like each other <laughs> <laughs> that's true and they respect each other a lot and I think like that allows them to be like allow them to have the space to speak freely about what's going on, and then you are able to like find a way to console or provide some sort of support. They're so cute. I'm jealous. Okay, so we we have the two of them cuddled up now. They they divulged their deepest darkest secrets. Love that for them. Um, gave all the tea and. Um, now we're on to chapter 19 yeah. Kai's waking up my girl in the early mornings I know how that anno- annoying that can be on a Saturday morning <laughs> it's not even 9 why are you calling me bro um, but he mind you they saw each other like 5 hours prior yeah like, freaky so Fridays yeah you've had enough of me haven't you like and <laughs> she sleep. she doesn't even say hello she says why <laughs> why why are you calling me boy why <laughs> Yeah. And he all he says is Neo and Shanghai. And I would have been like, huh? Um, and she's like, why are you speaking Ibiconian to me in this early in the morning? And he's like, no, no, no. Come look out your window. And this man is in full cosplay as Neo. <laughs> Lily. What a life. <laughs> putting the imaginary hair behind my ear. No, I I was not expecting that. Oh, me neither. I was just like, oh, so you coming to my window early in the morning, dressed up in one of my favorite characters from one of my favorite books, and you just I, she exactly in the book she was speechless. She just yeah. said, "What is going on?" I knew he'd get the ticket somehow. I just didn't think he'd be outside cosplay. I know, like that's in, the yeah. Too. I guess he's a big fan now. That's another thing. He keeps calling her a nerd. You nerdy for the books too, okay? Mm-hmm. The way you call with all those questions, talking about you want to get the book signed. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, she she uh, 
she is so excited she runs downstairs in her pj's bonnet on bra off crop top and he his cosplay requires no shirt um and they just embrace she jumps on him and they're keeping each other warm from the english cold um and and, and they're just their faces are right there and you're like just yeah. do it kiss kiss and just do it <laughs> don't say like that yuck <laughs> But yeah, kid. <laughs> um, and like, I guess like she and I think her emotions is that she's in disbelief. Like, how can this man do all this? Like, he got tickets. It's early in the morning. He's in cosplay, and he's just like, "Girl, go get ready. We're going to this convention." Wow. On top of that, a callback to the previous chapter where Kofi had Mina snacks ready. He said, "I got you, Tottenham, Tottenham cake." Yes. It's it's a little stale, but we'll make it work on the train. And I was like, look at, look at the boys doing what they supposed to be doing. Bubba Lowe is writing, she's, she's writing men that don't exist. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the thing that pisses me off. Like, where is an attentive person? I'm sure there's one or two out there who They're would... taken. Okay, so now, <laughs> <laughs> they make their way to the convention. And she gets to meet the author and she she makes sure Sky gets every second of it on yeah. film and she keeps asking, like, you got that right. Mind you though, she already she hadn't met this author before, but she had been at a previous event. So the author remembered her name um from a previous event where she had asked that spectacular question. Mm-hmm. So and she's also in cosplay, of course she had her costume in her closet. Um and they're just having a grand old time at the convention, being all just oh, I was so happy they for were them. Both fangirling, I guess for I guess for Fanboy. Fanboy. Um so they were going to different seminars, they were acting they were asking right. questions. Like, he was very much so engaged. And I think like them both of them just doing this little common interest together it's just it's just so cute like honestly it really filled my heart like how they were joking with each other and how they were saying, Oh, I got this, I got that, let's get this and that. <laughs> that's all y'all well that's not all oh no because no. um first of all we find out that they're doing some of their interviews for uh kai's film at the rom-com convention which makes sense it's a yeah. rom-com lots of couples there yeah mm-hmm. um kiki steps away for a second to go to the bathroom comes out and another girl who's also dressed like shangaya is is trying to get cozy with kai um, this is when I thought the conflict begins. I said, God, please, we're at a convention. Like, let it not be here. Let it be somewhere else. Anyway, continue. But she, you know, she tries to act cool. She fails. Mm-hmm. We can tell she's jealous. And she's like, no, why'd you, why'd you reject the girl? Like, you know why he rejected the girl. But then he's, you know, he's like, well, I already told you if I'm going to pretend to be your boyfriend, I'm going to pretend to be your boyfriend in every aspect. How's it going to look if I'm out here DMing other girls or getting them my instagram or pronto pick um right right and the minute he says couple the girl leaves but you know that's what good friends do guys okay (laughs) yo like this friendship thing like at this point like it's hard to tell what's real what's not and i think that i can tell well we can obviously we can but like for um, for my characters for my poor poor characters they cannot tell what's going on like is this real is this not real? Are we pretending? Are we not? This is where the frustration comes from with this trope. Like, I'm having a great time, like, y'all. Of course you are. <laughs> 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 anyway, so 
Now they're sitting on the on the bench indoors, um, waiting for their their interviewees to come in. Yes. So uh, Kai is one who went and like sourced them. So like Kiki's just sitting there like waiting for them to show up, and then they show up. And so- oh, but before that, we find out that Kai met this man um and he's bringing his girlfriend because both their girls ordered the exact same drink um which kai calls coffee flavored syrup because you know he's such a purist with his americano we're really like that we yeah me and kai um we um (laughs) but he's like yeah and they were cool they kicked it so the guy comes over not too long after his girl comes first of all they Mm -hmm. interrupted a moment they were getting a little cozy and i said oh my god you'll get your moment don't worry keep breathing honey and then um so he now now he's interrupted a moment but we're getting a blast from the past because who else but rianne of course she orders the same drink rianne tucker there because they both read the books in high school it made sense as soon as she said it i know but like why still I I can't lie to you. I cringed through this because yeah. I was like, no conflict, no. Like even though they made up, I was just like, I my teeth were tight. Like, yeah, it was like I you know I don't like until you know this about me. I don't like to see people who I know. Pu- oh yeah, publicly without us having like a schedule plan. Like <laughs> nothing was set to plan. So if I was walking to H and M and I saw you, I'm like, why are you here, man? <laughs> I was like, see you next week. I need shop where I shop. Anyway. Um, so Kai and Rian have their meetup and like, not Kai, Kiki and Rian meet, like, see yeah. each other. And then Kai's just like, oh my God. Like, it didn't occur to him yeah. that this is the Rian Rian. Which is like, how would he have even known that? No, he wouldn't. Um, so it's now gets a little bit awkward. So Kai and like Rian's boyfriend, who we know as Amari, Amari right, Kamal, right. Kenyan, whoop whoop. Um, he they go fit somewhere else, and so I guess Kiki and um, Rian do their little like, I've been trying to reach you, like that's what I've been tagging you. Um, like I I feel so bad, like yeah. I just want to apologize formally to you about this and that, and like Kiki's just like I know, you know, like it's not your fault, it's me. Then then um. Rian's just like, no, it's not. Like, now I was an asshole. Like, I dumped him, like, a couple months after, I guess. Yeah. And now they're bawling, okay? Everyone's crying because yeah. it's so sad. And they're basically just re-traumatizing themselves about exactly. an event that happened in high school. Um, it was cute. You know what I mean? Like, it's nice to get everything all settled. And, like, I guess you get closure in that Yeah, sense. and they did agree to try and be friends again. Who knows if they'll be besties, but at least they'll try and be friends. Because the, the good memories are still there. Yeah. And we find out that Nile is an emotionally abusive person, but we should have already known that. And I hope he's having a horrible time at his respective university. Amen. Um, um, so I guess after all that, they hug it out and everyone is back to being happy because they're at their favorite convention. Um, and then they do the interview of how Rianne met her boyfriend yeah so they were doing um i guess mission not mission work but they were they were teachers (laughs) y'all not going to kenya doing your little missionary work they were working at a summer school yes so they were teachers and they were the only two brits there and all the aunties were like no you gotta meet each other like you have to meet each other and the minute they saw each other they were shy because they liked each other um but and he was he just couldn't figure out how to talk to her but outside of being that like 
there was a white guy who got a pendant um, and he just wanted all the black people to ask him about it. He was just, he was doing white, white colonizer things, you know. And Amari uh, tells Rianne, like, if I get the pendant from him, will you go on a date with me? And she's like, yeah. And she, through the interviews, we see that she's wearing the pendant. Yeah. And I was like, oh, now I care about these characters. What? Oh my goodness. It was very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Everybody got somebody. (laughs) Um... (laughs) It was very cute. And I think, yeah, that was it. That was the end of the convention. And so... I mean, it, they spent half a day there, so they must be exhausted. So yeah. Kai and Kiki go back to his dorm, back to Kai's dorm, uh-huh. and as friends do, as fr- of course, like <laughs> obviously, <laughs> they go to Kai's dorm, and now they're so beat, they're laying down. Okay, you know. So it seems like they're spooning each other. As friends do. As friends do. Friends love to spoon each other. You know, I love it when my friends breathe on my neck. (laughs) You know what I mean? And whisper in my ear, like... Exactly. (laughs) So (laughs) friendship-like. Now, this is... This this part... (laughs) Okay, I just want everybody to know. (laughs) Connor read it before me, and she kept going... Did you read it yet? Did you? Did you? Because she she wanted me to know about this. I was like, no, I didn't read it yet. I I don't know what the heck you're even talking about. She was too excited. I was excited and I was then disappointed. But <laughs> so how the scene is set up is that so they're being so they're cuddling, spooning rather. Um, and so obviously like when you're spooning a friend, um, <laughs> you and you know they definitely have an attraction to each other. They have they have very strong chemistry. Mind you, I just want to say Kai tried his best. He said, "Let me sleep on the floor." She said, "Nah." She said, "Let me put you. a pillow." Exactly. He I said, "Okay, you. well, I, I did the gentlemanly thing." Right. Okay. Um. So spooning. Um. And you know, just you know, just laying there. And I guess like they start breathing a little bit heavy. That's because, you know, when you like somebody and you're close to them, you just want to like, you want to suck them into your body. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's how it's been. Okay. Like, you just want to suck them right into your chest, right? Okay. Because that's what friends do. Exactly. Um, and so as, you know, Kai's just like, no way. Kiki's just like, well, um, should I go? And then Kai's just like, do you want to go? And she's like, no. She's like, yeah, so I want you to stay. And like, okay, cool. So they're just continuing a little spooning. And then Kiki, I don't know how this ended up happening, but Kiki turned her head so she's facing Kai, right? Yeah. And they're looking into each other's eyes, you know, gazing, you know what I mean? Stars, fireworks, think of anything that's explosive going through their bellies. <laughs> um, and at this moment, as a reader, you're thinking, oh, they're definitely going to break that number one rule of being in a fake relationship, and that's kissing. Um, so as they're getting closer to each other, Kai said, um, maybe, maybe we shouldn't. I just want to, like, complicate things. Exactly. <laughs> Mind you, though, okay, he didn't say anything at first. She thought it because she was about to say it, but then his face showed like for a split second. That's what he was thinking. And you know when you you're just doubting yourself. So then she was like, "Oh, I don't." And then he and then he said it because you know, yeah, they've ruined it for me. They ruined it for everybody. Um, and she's so she's putting her top back on. So she gets up quick 
and puts her panties no her panties are still on she puts her top on she puts her tights on her she shoes. shoes and she's like yeah you know like totally like you know no it's like, fine yeah, it's like fine. oh like, my god is, like what was I thinking like I'm sorry I'm sorry I did that to you <laughs> and he's doing the normal Kai thing when he's nervous he's rubbing the back of his head yeah he's, and he's like no like ugh, and then think. he says well will I see you at uh, Ty's so remember there's a party coming up right right so, so calendar. so he's yeah. like well I see you at Ty's party she's like oh yeah for sure for sure totally and so that was the end of that unfortunately you're so close but so far away <laughs> <laughs> and now we have tension because things have gone ox in a box I um, think I think it's because of course it's first person so we're getting Kiki's POV all the time so she's just like well I'm so stupid he, of course he doesn't like me he sees me as a friend he sees me as you know somebody like we're just working on a project together like of course he doesn't want to kiss me of course he doesn't want to touch me like <laughs> that's just me I'm yeah. messy anyway <laughs> that's where her mind goes to because you know like all the trauma she's faced in the past it's sort of just coming up in this situation right sad for her anyway boom next scene so now we're in the car with the girlies um we're heading up to ty's rich footballer dad's estate. house estate i call it an estate i feel like you know the vibe i got was like a chateau like a huge mm. chateau maybe it belonged to a lord and you know oh yeah um and it's it's me in the front shanti's driving choma and uh kiki in the back kiki's got sunglasses on because she's tired which really means she's sad that her and her man who's not her man are fighting um she even skipped freaky fridays to avoid seeing him and everybody saw that she wasn't there um so she's she's trying to play it off she's like no we're fine like everything's fine and she can't really dive into the details oops sorry dive into the details with amina because amina is you, you, well Shanti and Choma are in the car and they don't know that you know it's a fake relationship that's not really fake yeah and of course she's in a little bit of a pissy mood yeah and so everybody like you know somebody is like when they're upset now everybody gonna be upset yeah. and she she can't really talk comfortably about it because she doesn't want to reveal too much about them being in that fake relationship like you mentioned yeah Um. so yeah I guess like I don't know I don't think anything major happened in the car ride to um but Batiste's house right no she's just uh, shanti and then we're just like we're gonna have a good time like you don't even have to talk to kai we're here to have a good ass time yeah it'll be fine so they pull up to the house and they're essentially the first squad or click of the school to arrive and ty ty seems sweet you know yeah. he's excited to see him then we know he's extra excited because he also wants to see shanti i'm loving all the pairings like i love it burger man <laughs> um and I think he recalls the group. He calls them what? He calls them the... Uh, Blackwell baddies. Blackwell baddies. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because that's what Shanti calls them when uh, when he, when he she makes a little call yeah. that they're coming up. Yeah. Um. So everybody gets there and, you know, Ty takes Shanti's bag and they're they're flirting with each other and everybody, the other girls are making eyes like, oh my God, look at what mm-hmm. we're seeing. Like, at least wait for us to leave the room. Um, <laughs> and Kofi comes over. Oh, Amina and Kofi got a little tension too because she, Ugh, I hate she this. at Freaky Fridays decided to call Kofi mates or what yeah, was she it? said mate. She's like, oh, that's good, that's good mate or something along those lines. But basically, friending him. Yeah, and she was like, all I did was just playful, and everyone's like, girl, even Kiki, who's in a slumber, said, no, you messed up. Like you clearly are playing with the boys' feelings at this point. It's not funny. Okay, so can we stop here? <laughs> yeah, let's take a pause. 
Because when I said how, like, when is it gonna be enough? What did you tell me? <laughs> no, I said keep going, and I, I still stand by that. Even when, even when she called him mate, I feel like you know we can and take hurt his feelings. I get the green light, and I think we don't have to do a red light, but we can do a yellow and just take a moment, take a pause, take right. a breather, right? And then you know, circle back, right? I don't think she should do that, but I think she keep going with everything else that she's doing, right? Okay, let's move on. Because... But you know, but that's why it was good that she did that mm-hmm. because now here comes Kofi with drinks, and he said he calls her mate as well or another former friend like buddy or something. Because being petty, <laughs> and it was cute to me. It's, oh my God. I feel like, <laughs> let me tell you something. There's only so much I can take. <laughs> There's only so much. I'm the kind of person who's going to give up like this. So like, after a couple tries, like the fifth try, I'm just like, nah, you're just really playing with me. Like, I, I can't. I don't want to waste no time and energy. Anyway, um, she shouldn't have done that at all. She shouldn't have. I'll agree with you on that. But, um, you know, they they know what he's doing, but it doesn't last long because she eventually, at some point, they make up. She gives him a little a shoulder rub, and you know, she's oh, back in his good her. books. Look, look you know, he, but at the same time, he's taking the girls to get some drinks, and Kai comes out of the corner looking as good as he does, and they've not really interacted with each other like five days, and. Yeah. He's like, I didn't see you at Freaky Fridays. And she's like, yeah, my bad. I, I've I been busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's awkward. And she's like, I don't remember what happens, but she's like, okay, well, you know, if you need anything, let me know. If you don't want to hang out with all these people, let me know. Because one thing about him, he's very apparent about how he's feeling in the moment. So yeah. he knows she's not into the huge party thing. And like, if she wants to escape, he's down with it. But he makes the mistake of just wanting to be like, oh, Kiki, the room's over here. Why did the girl make a whole speech about... Bro, she started monologuing. <laughs> talking about, oh, I know you didn't want to kiss me because I'm messy. And that's okay. Like, you know what I mean? I know what I know what this is. Like, like, she goes on and on. And the guy... And he and tries to like, well, I was going to tell her, like, our room is... Two doors to the, to the left. So now you made a fool of yourself. Congratulations. <laughs> and Buffalo was just like, nah, Kiki was like willing the chandelier to drop on her. Because me too, man. That I also felt like it. that. You know, I haven't had this moment in a while, but I literally put the book down for a second because I had secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> and I was like, Bolu Buffalo, I will be sending you my bill um, <laughs> for the emotional damages that moment brought me. And I was yeah, like, you see what happened when you just learned to shh. A little bit. Nah, she just let it happen. Like, come on. Man. Honestly. So she goes up, puts her stuff upstairs. Now we've entered chapter 20 where they've decided to do some um, games. Yeah, they decided to do some of these, like, couple of team games. Yeah. And I hate it because the winner gets the big master bedroom. I love it. You know, the they bathtub do. bathtub and, like, the ensuite and the okay. big closet. Okay. <laughs> so annoying. You know they do the same thing in Housewives. They, so I was gonna say the same thing in Housewives, but then they put everyone's name in a hat, and everyone's gonna pick something. I'm not. I'm not trying to jump onto your no, back so and like race you so we can get a the few times bedroom. they've done like uh like challenges. I remember really? like Kenny and them like doing like little games. Cynthia for sure. Um, this is Housewives of Atlanta. They've done a few challenges to like whoever wins gets the room. Okay. 
um, Ty, your house is an it's an estate, right? Don't you have like six master bedrooms and like five? No, they have a master bedroom with a hot tub that everybody wants, and we're gonna play these games. So, and thank God for these games because we got. <laughs> Uh, the couples. <laughs> These are pairings. We definitely got some pairings. <laughs> you know, Kai's got Kiki in his hands because they got to run and do some kind of relay thing. And yeah. the other couples are talking strategy. And he's blindfolded, so she's got to lead him to the know, end of the Their year. faces again. It could If they could just get a little closer and just, you know, but I understand that there's tension. Um, but he, she's nervous he's going to drop her. Yeah. Um, but he's like, I'm an athlete. Respect me. Yeah. And she, before they go off, Chioma's the, the host because she, unfortunately, there, there's no one here for our girl yet. Yeah. Um, but she, she's the host. She's like, okay, guys, let's, let's get started. And Kiki lastly says like, okay, don't drop me. And he said, I won't. I already won't. made that, I made that mis- ah! I already made that mistake last time. And I was like, you just gonna throw that in there? Yeah, that was... That was, huh? <laughs> that left me speechless. What? What'd you say? I'm glad he knows though, <laughs> because no, I would have, I would have been so embarrassed. Like I would have blocked you for a second, and then like I blocked you in the morning. You just because just because my mind doesn't think straight. You know what I mean? Like that would be so awkward for me. Really? Yeah, but you, you gotta block him. Yeah, just for 24 hours. Okay, um, girl. Anyway, <laughs> um, after he says that we go into like I guess the next couple of paragraphs and now we know that Kiki and Kai won the master bedroom yes yes because they were so athletic and they're so good together that Ty's just like here you go here are the keys to the master bedroom with the bathtub closet oh you made me remember something so before he she's like coach like trying to prep him like encourage him and she's like I really want this like I started the new Aoife Konian book and you know the characters are about to get steamy in there and he's like don't worry I'm gonna get you your horny hot tub uh, moment I forgot (laughs) he said that thought that was funny but yeah. well he got it for her he, yes he did you know motivation he has he has a lot of motivation a yeah. lot of care too anyway we move um so they win the master bedroom and i guess now it's time to start drinking yeah drinking and dancing kofi takes his spot on the dj set yeah the music is bumping um they've got one or two or three or five drinks in them you mm-hmm. know maybe a couple of Choma's weed brownies, vegan weed brownies. Um, and, you know, the girls have actually come over and taken Kiki from Kai, so he's not actually had a moment yeah. with her. And she's dancing, she's enjoying herself. Everything's going great. And then after a certain point, he comes over very nicely. He's like, sorry, lady, can I just borrow her, like, ever so sweetly? Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, but be fast about it. So he takes her to the corner, and Kiki's, you know, she's feeling she's herself. Bad. She's a little yeah. <laughs> and honestly, Kiki's the Kiki's like every other girl who, like, when you drink and you, you feel very sexy, actually. Yeah. Like I think she was just, you know, she was letting loose. She was happy. She didn't care what was going on. The music is bopping. Um, this is our first time seeing Kiki in this element too. Like she's not usually yeah. a social butterfly. So seeing her like this is very, it's very nice. Like look at her. Like look at her letting loose. The last time she let loose was actually at. Well, the last time we described in the book is when she was in high school, and that turned out yeah. like, <laughs> a little bit uh, dark. Yeah. So in this case, 
we're seeing a different uh, contrast, which I really yes, like. She's got, you know, Kai grinding up on her. Yeah. So he, she asked Kai to dance. Yes. Yeah. Before they go into the little conversation. Yeah. He obliges and he's like, okay, I got to tell you something. Yeah. And I'm going to leave it to Hana because she said it's her favorite part. <clears throat> so they're dancing, you know, wine, wine. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing all the little things and stuff. So at this point, what I'm describing is that I think Kiki's like backing it, backing it back at yeah. Kai. Um, and you know, Kai is really tall. So he's sort of like bending into her neck and her ear. So. <laughs> Look how she's giggling. <laughs> and so Kai apologizes first. He said, I'm sorry, Scotch. And then Kiki She's like, what for? He's like, what? What for? He's just like, for making you feel like I don't want you. At this at this point, like she stops and he stops and now they're facing each other. Yeah. And he goes on and says, and well, he goes on to confess something, something that we all knew, but now he's verbally putting it out into the atmosphere. Yeah. I got to read it out for you, y'all. <clears throat> Kiki, I want you. Been wanting you and I wanted you so bad the other night. The reality of you isn't messy. It's me. Um, it, it's, it's man. It's perfect. I'm a mess. That's why I got freaked out. I messed things up, Scotch. If I fuck this up, I will never forgive myself. This ain't a casual thing to me. You're not just a link yep. to me. You're it yep. to me. That's what he says. Now, how do you recover from somebody? T- that would sober me up completely. Honestly. But, you know, there is a way that's going to get them sober up. But I think yeah. it's so important that Kai says that because, again, yeah. in the previous chapters, he's coming off this. We find out all that stuff about his dad. And in that vulnerable moment with Kiki, he admits that, you know, and I think that's why he also went ahead and apologized to all those girls on campus. Mm-hmm. He's afraid to become like his dad. Like, he doesn't want to be a cheater. Mm-hmm. He He's hoping there's no cheater gene. Um Hannah likes to say people have cheer genes, so I, I thought that I was think funny. Some of them do, but Kai, you're an exception, love. <laughs> I think even Kiki feels the same way. She thinks that she also has the yeah a cheater gene. So they both think they're messy, which is ridiculous. But and you know the thing is, messy people won't recognize that they're messy. Like yeah. they they're both good enough people to be self reflective. Mm-hmm. But he, so you can tell he does not want to mess this up with Kiki. Yeah. And before we can even get Kiki to respond, literally <laughs> the devil walks in. The devil called? Zach. Zachary. Zachary Hickford. Hickford? <laughs> Whatever his name is. Is that Kings? Is that Kingsford? Wait, what is the name? Anyway. Zachary walks in. Yes. With all his light skin power and just sours the mood. How he got an invite? Oh, Simi gave him. Simi of all people. Like, come on, Simi. Respect yourself. Like, ugh. And not only has he brought himself, he's brought his goons. Um, and now the party has gone to blah. Yeah. Because. Completely shifted because he has bad energy. Yeah. Um, and this is where we jump into chapter, chapter 21. 21. And this. <sighs> This boy decides he wants to play never, never, never Never, ever, ever. which is so like childish. But what is this? I thought it was a classy party. (laughs) Um, He he then decides the first question he's going to come out with his mouth. Like that's the first thing on his mind is who in the room has hooked up with one or more person, one or or two or more people in in this at school. Yeah, because he knows Kiki clearly him and Kai yeah and then Kai has you know one or or five or six I don't know how much my look I love Kai but he was out here yeah he was um 
and nobody wants to respond and Shoma even tries to change the mood she's like nobody wants to play this game we have this other game we're trying to play let's just focus on that for now and you know Kai's whispering in Kiki's ear like if you want to go we can go like yeah and she's like nah like she's not one to leave her room because of Zach which I think is the right decision don't give him no power but then of course like a thief in the night he just has to inject himself um and he decides that he wants to call out Kai for being you know he was a little bit of village bicycle he was out here he was kind of a womanizer he's like weren't you with Shanti and then there's Shuma and you know started listing off names sounding like that DMX song um (laughs) and Kai is just trying to be like just loud man like just leave it be so eventually uh Kiki's like fine let let's go let's i'm gonna refill the chip bowl that idiot's gonna follow me we're gonna talk this out kai says you want me to come she's like nah tells mina to chill of course this idiot follows and what i think is useless to talk to him is because he doesn't listen no he doesn't he really has his own separate reality and we're just all living in it yeah which is so scary um what i hate about him the most is that he doesn't understand that she doesn't like him or doesn't want to be he sees it as a as an opportunity to try even harder yeah and it's honestly it's giving flashbacks of two things in my mind so the freaky fridays party yeah. of how even like kai and kiki end up kissing that night yeah like i'm telling you i don't like you you're a prick and it's like no but you like me yeah it's like so you don't listen and then it's also giving the whole i think even her situation with nile in high high school like it's just the same the same thing yeah irritating men like how y'all find them (laughs) now how they find us (laughs) anyway um yeah and he, she even tries to confront him about like the whole thing that he's doing with the white well knights and the yeah. the speechy speech and she's like whatever that garbage is it's hella confusing um, you shouldn't do it and he, he's like oh I'm trying to expand Blackwell to the rest sides. of school whatever whatever and then he's like you know you and I I see you around events now like because of course she never went to them before we could be king and queen of the school and she's like First of all, you were elected. Don't know yeah. how, but somehow you were. Yeah. Um, and she tells him rotten hell, and he, he takes that as an opportunity to keep going. Yeah. At this point, Kai's up in his seat, and he's in the kitchen, and she says, leave me alone. And he tries to grab her wrist, as he did at Freaky Fridays. And Kai's there. He said, did you not hear what she just said? Mm-hmm. Um, That's a king right there. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, Zach doesn't care. No, he doesn't. Zach is in his face. They're in each other's faces, actually. And a few of the other people have come through. Sammy's come through to be a spy for her little blog. Yeah. Um, Shanti, Choma, Kofi, and Mina, and Ty have all come for backup. And what what is so disgusting and slimy about Ty is the things that he says about uh kiki like ty or you mean um oh sorry uh zach sorry ty i love you ty yeah um and he says relax i'm going to come you can come to me for advice whenever you want to know how to make kiki feel good which is like god he's too blown because one we this how the book started yeah and you didn't know how to make her feel good okay you were doing a very poor job at it too you're talking about her like as he's like she's an object like it's just i hate when men do this like 
you're just nasty. You're a very nasty person. And, and you know what? You're He's just gross. nasty. I think even Simi says something about him. He's like, you're so crass. But she is. Yeah. Like, he really is an unhinged man. And, like, obviously, he's trying to compete with Kai in some way. Yeah. He's trying to rile him up. And he's doing a good job because, obviously, Kai likes the girl. So you can't talk to her that way. He's so disgusting. Yep. And that time, he uh, Kiki's like, just leave it alone. Like, it's whatever. And Kai says, if you speak like her, to her, like, don't speak about her like that again. Yeah. At this point, he doesn't take the hint. He doesn't understand God's trying to save him from something. Yeah. So he says something again along that line. And Kai jumps from his spot. Boom. Grabs and him. And grips him. Yep. shirt. And like pulls him close to his face. Almost about a punch. If not for Kofi and Tide coming in and holding his hand back. Yeah. Um, but he tells him, if I even see you near her again. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to. I'm warning you. I'm going to do what I wanted to do here. And Ty and Kofi are like, we're not even going to stop him next time. Boom. And Zach still has the guts to be so, ugh. Disgusting. Like, acting like he was in the, the losing party in this. And his friends even came through and they were afraid cowards. Did not even want to defend him. <laughs> yeah, teacher man had a squabble. <laughs> um, we got finished Snowfall, by the yeah, way. Honestly. <laughs> but, um... She, yeah, so, and then Ty says, you gotta go now. Like, originally yeah. Ty didn't say anything. He's a nice guy. He was just gonna let them stay, but then he's like, okay, now you have to go. Yeah. Um, at this point, he's like, okay, him and his boys are leaving. And everybody clears, I guess, the kitchen, and it's just Kai and, and Kiki. And he's yeah. like, I'm sorry for doing that. And they're like, no, it's okay, it's okay. And then we get the lead up into what I'm hoping will be a very interesting next chapter. So, after all, after everything is done, everyone is left, um, Kiki's like, yeah, I'm tired. Like, let's, let's, let's wrap this shit up. And then Kai's yeah. like, yeah, let's go enjoy our master bedroom that we just With went. hot tub. With the hot tub. So now they're going to the after party, which is, <laughs> we're hoping is something else. But that's where we end <laughs> for this week. In terms of that, it's definitely a cliffhanger. It's definitely a little edging moment because I'm assuming the let, let's wait for the last episode I can't even lie after I finished I tried to like skim with my eyes to see what the next chapter was gonna Ooh, be did the exact same thing I did so I yeah I, I listen I confess listen <laughs> I went ahead and skim through through a couple things I didn't get a gist me neither but <laughs> or maybe I got the gist but I didn't get what I wanted to get from it <laughs> look at us man like this is, come on now anyway we are very excited for our lovers to finally have I guess like an a very close up intimate moment because it has been on edge ever since I'm gonna say ever since the kiss <laughs> Right. <laughs> Ever since that kids look, it's been a long, long road for us. Um, but yeah, that's how it all that's how it all went. So how was the reading for you? What did what Oh, did you this was definitely the most interesting. Yeah. Um, I love learning about both Kiki and Kai, especially mm-hmm. Kai because you know, he has been a little mysterious. Yeah. Um I loved the convention and like mm-hmm. you know I you know I'm not a huge access service person but that was that was really sweet. Um I just loved all of it. I loved and I love getting to know Ch- uh Choma and Shanti. Love new characters always. Yeah. Um yeah. 
I will say for a lot of it, I was like, okay, where's the conflict? Where's the conflict? Yeah. I still think there's going to be another conflict in these yeah. last few chapters. I'm not ready. I'm going to be really annoyed and near tears, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, but it was just sweet. It was all just so sweet. It was definitely a, uh, a progression that I wanted. You know, it's, yeah. it's about time. It's about time. Um, they Their admiration for each other was great i also like because it's mostly written in first person so we only see kiki's um point of view and everything so malachi were like i think there's a part that we kind of s- skipped over where he says he admits to kiki the first time i saw you i felt like i got electrified right, yeah like you just had vibes and i just really wanted that so we're getting we're starting to get that verbal verbal um, affirmation of how Kai feels about Kiki. And he, of course, like him confessing to her, like, yeah, I've been wanting you, like, since, you know, day one, since you electric- electrified me. Um, it was just, it was just overall so sweet. Um, the He's so attentive. He's so compassionate. Like, getting those tickets for her for the convention, dressing up in cosplay, Fetching the interviewers for it, and, you know, although it ended up being Rianne and her, her man, but still, you know, it is what it is. I like Rianne now. I, now we like Rianne. <laughs> it doesn't take much for me. It doesn't. And you know what? It's okay. <laughs> I accept you as you are. Rianne, I, I think, like, I'm just taking it back to, like, that was high school, man. Like, when you're in high school, what were you doing in high school, Delia? Like, I don't want to say. madness, right? <laughs> no, I don't want to say. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was not thinking straight in high school. <laughs> I was all over the place. Like, try- you're trying to find the perfect fit with different groups of people. And, right. you know, like, high school is, is the best way to explore. But some of us don't explore it safely. So we mm-hmm. end up finding, like, very traumatizing situations. But I would say, like, university is where, like, a lot of these things end up being flourished more. Right. So, like, that newfound friendship with Shanti and Chioma, um, Amina and Kofi, and then meeting Kai. Like, it just feels, it's perfect. It's just perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's all I got for these couple chapters, so. Yeah, very excited for the next few chapters, and it will also be our last time discussing the book. Yeah. I'm a little sad, I cannot lie. Yeah. Um, and then next week, we'll also tell you what our next book is gonna be. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so don't forget, you can listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Spotify, Amazon Music, any basically anywhere where you can get your podcast. Yeah. Um, you can also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at, at romanticallylit dot or dot dot com at romanticallylit. Yes. And um, yeah, and of course, if you can tell us what you think, yeah, DM uh, us or go in the comments. Let us know if you're reading along, or if you you're not a reader and you're more of a listener than you come to us and listen along um but yeah definitely tell us how you think uh what you think about um the different chapters um what parts you like the most and all that good stuff exactly and we will see you next week thanks guys bye